Good morning. Good evening. I'm having Vegemite. <coughs> really? Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is awesome. It is awesome. I'm glad to impart this piece of Australian culture on you. To you. I heard um uh, an interesting description of Vegemite yesterday. Someone called it um, seasoning for butter. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. I love it. <laughs> yeah, because you have to have butter with it. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, the more butter, the better. I kind of just love eating bread and butter. But you're kind of just salting it, seasoning it. Yeah. It's a perfect descriptor. Thank you for sharing. I also heard hmm. that Vegemite is like a, a byproduct from making beer or something. Is that? Mm, yeah, that sounds true. <laughs> it looks like the grease they'd scrape off of the machines or something. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's yeast byproduct from beer production. Mm-hmm. So hmm. you you told me um, uh, last show when I was um, crunching on my toes, it's like that you couldn't hear me at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it was very loud in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely it, tell. It was definitely the Discord um, uh, noise, whatever that was getting rid of the crunch. <laughs> it knows mm-hmm. what eating is, and it got rid of it for me. But it was all over the recording. <laughs> Well, it's going to be all over this, too. Everyone can enjoy the sultry sounds of crunching and toast. Great. I'll add my own sounds. It was it was almost comically loud. Like, I thought maybe you uh, had boosted it as a joke. <laughs> 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 nope, that's just what it sounded like. Although yeah, okay. I didn't listen to it after doing a loudness match, but I don't think that affects it, the audio... On like a second by second uh, basis, I think it's just an all everything goes to this amount of loudness, right? Yeah, and I normalize my audio before I send it to you as well. Really? Hmm. Yeah, because otherwise you would it'd be very quiet on my end. I still don't know exactly what's going on, but mm. I still have I still have dinky waveforms. <laughs> That explains why I never have to mess around with volume levels anymore. How long have you been doing that? Um, a couple of years. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very easy now. I just chuck on a compressor and then do a bring it up to a standard of loudness at the end, and job done. All well, right. apart from like the two hours of editing all the coughs and burps out of it. I have a mute switch for that. <laughs> I don't. No, it's not really. I don't really edit out the cops and burp. Well, I do, but the biggest time suck is silences. Just because of latency and stuff. And, you know, there's occasionally a silence that's too long to leave in. I thought... Uh, are you not using the, uh, the ferrite tool is the one that let you do, like, the smart removal of that stuff right yeah i fell out of love with that tool it didn't sound Mm. natural enough to me 
Um, mm. And plus, I do everything in, in Adobe Audition these days anyway, which is just way easier. And okay. it kind of has it, but in the end, I just prefer to do it by hand now. After years of searching yeah. for an automation to do it, I now prefer to do it by hand. It takes so much time, though. Yeah. It's not that bad. I mean, I have to listen to the whole audio again anyway, so... Cutting out some silences isn't too bad. Yeah. Mm. I'm always amazed how... um quick the ATP guys can can turn out an episode. I guess Marco specifically is the one that does the editing, but they do the live show and then almost immediately after they stop the live, the uh, you know, like the bootleg raw version of the episode is immediately published and then like a few hours later the, the well edited, all put together one is also published. Is it really just a few hours? Uh, Yeah, it's like you know, they record their show at my nights, so by morning, the episode's out. Hmm. But they're in a similar time zone. Does that mean they work through the night to do it? Well, he at least takes a few hours, yeah. Hmm, okay. So what's your excuse, James? <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> All right. It doesn't pay me. Toast is gone. Salary wages to do it. No one pays me that money. Well, that's because you're about to quit. Mm. You know it. You would have been getting paid. <laughs> really? If I'd stuck around uh-huh. just another month. That was my plan. It's like, as soon as August gets here, I'm going to start paying James. Mm. Yep. Where are these funds coming from? Um our generous listeners <laughs> who we heard from on our last um, show post on reddit.com slash r slash blue bubble pod literally thorough mm-hmm. left a nice comment about listening being a long term long time listener and missing us and wishing me luck That is definitely a name that I've I've seen over the years, either in our giveaways or having give us just like sent us chat messages before. So it's definitely true that they've been around for a while. Mm. Literally, Thoro is actually the person who loves the hard floors like tile and wood with rugs as opposed to carpet. Mm. Okay, well, then... We don't need those kind of listeners. <laughs> you you uh, also got a comment mm. on our episode 120 show post. Mm. Um, obviously, I think that was our giveaway one or the one right after our giveaway one. Mm. Um, which Crazy Techno won and, and said thanks on. But you also got a comment from Fallow Beal. He said they would be looking forward to the show returning and um, they prefer us over ATP. <laughs> That's nice to hear. That makes one person. <laughs> Look, if ATP and 
Blue Bubble Podcast is in your podcast player. Which should you listen to? ATP. <laughs> <laughs> I there there was a time uh, earlier on where, like, the moment you published our episodes, I'd listen to them because mm-hmm. uh, I was I I was. Uh, interested and also it was like a secondary quality check sometimes mm. Mm. Um, which many failed but you never let me know <laughs> well the, uh, <laughs> the, here was here was here was the uh, dichotomy early on with that um, I sent you a couple notes if there was something super egregious I'm like oh there's no way James missed that <laughs> or there's no way that James meant to do that he must have missed this Um but some things that were just slightly off or weird early on before I knew you, I'm like, this is James's show. Do I have a right to even tell him like, Hey, there's something wrong here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's fine. But, but now I, um, I just had this conversation with you, so I don't need to listen to it in two days. (laughs) I I give it like a week and then I listen to it again. Mm hmm. Yeah, sometimes I do a re-listen just so I remember what we talked about, like the day before the show, the next show. Oh, okay. That's probably not a bad idea. Speaking of things we talked about, did you end up taking your iPhone swimming with you? No, I didn't. I haven't actually been swimming since the last show. Oh, I know you told me that you'd taken it to the water park. And and I said, well, you can take it swimming too. He said, well, you know what? I'm going swimming tomorrow. Yes. Why did I not go swimming? I don't know. You were lying to me. I Yeah, I mean, Hannah's has swimming lessons every Sunday morning. So tomorrow morning. But mm. I guess I didn't go. And then the week after, I was actually away. And then now the next swimming lesson's tomorrow. Okay. Well, you get another opportunity. I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just had an observation that my uh, the name of my disc, like my hard drive, is burned into my screen. <laughs> awesome. Actually, that's weird that you brought it up. I was thinking about names of hard drives yesterday. Why mm-hmm. is it still called the Macintosh HD? Oh, that is a big hang-up of mine. Mine's not. That's the first thing I do is I rename it Macintosh SSD. Ah, uh, I always rename rename mine to Macintosh HD. Like if I formatted and left it as untitled or something stupid, always goes back to Macintosh HD. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I've got Macintosh SSD burned into my screen. Hmm. <laughs> I moved a window over it and there it is. Because I still en- enable all my drives on my desktop. That's basically the only thing on my desktop. I'm going to rename mine to Macintosh M.2. M.2 MVME. And that is what's in my computer. If anyone was going to. Because you've got an adapter. Nitpick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So. You could probably just change it to Macintosh. I've got two drives I've got Macintosh SSD, Mm -hmm. and I have Fusion SSD. Because this mm-hmm. Mac initially came with a Fusion drive. And something I didn't know originally was Fusion drives 
are not a hard drive and an SSD in one. The SSD is like soldered onto the motherboard and the hard drive is just a hard drive. Really? So when I swapped the hard drive for an SSD, my SSD still shows up and I've got a... What's the capacity? 25 gigabyte SSD (laughs) also showing up on the computer still. I thought it was always just going to be one of those Seagate hybrid SSHD devices in there. Yeah, I I was uh, surprised as well. It's going to be hard to do chapters for this show. We've already had like 15 topics in the first 13 minutes. (laughs) Oh, speaking of chapters, I... Here's a new topic. I did. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I did notice that... uh, you had lots of cover art on the on the last episode. Yeah. Yep. Or chapter art or whatever. It was good. Lots of pictures of my food. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just so happened we had yeah. pictures. And either the app I used to do the chapters got an update or I just did something differently. But when I put the WAV file into Forecast all the chapters just magically appeared. I didn't have to manually create them. So before I had to manually create them, even though I, you know, I'd mark them in audition when I was editing the show, I'd still have to manually create them later again. Anyway, doing it in audition was just like a reminder of where I was. Um, So Mm. yeah, I had so much free time in my hand to add pictures after that. (laughs) Well, I am, um, very disappointed how long it takes for a package to get to the other side of the world. <laughs> Can you imagine 200 years ago? You gotta send it on a boat and hope that it doesn't fall off. <laughs> you hope the boat doesn't just crash on some rocks on the way. Very likely <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. I Yep, it's on its way, but it's still not here. Yeah. It, I have mixed feelings about it, if I'm being honest, because uh, when I was preparing your box of American snacks, first of all, I don't know if you had the same experience, but when I was going through the grocery store with my phone trying to like look up what is and isn't in Australia... Um. Every everything I grabbed, I'm like, there's no way they don't have this. This is such a common, like, staple household thing. Of course, this will be in Australia as well. Mm. Yep. Um. So, I hope I did did okay finding things that were unique. I did a combination of of uh, like googling specific products, but also I came across a couple threads of like these are the the American snacks that Australians would be most mind blown by or whatever. <laughs> I found like articles on it mm-hmm. or Reddit threads. Um, so this, the fact that it's not delivered to you yet gives me a chance to um, run down the list because there, there's maybe a correct way to, to eat some of these. <laughs> <laughs> The flaming hot Cheetos should be the last, I suppose. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, they're not that hot. 
And, yeah. So my understanding is in Australia, mm. you guys have Cheetos, but not really many exotic flavors of Cheetos. Is that? I don't think correct? so. I mean, I don't even think that our Cheetos are the same as your Cheetos. Are your Cheetos little balls of crunchy things that kind of taste like cheese? No, uh, your cheetahs are like long and wormy, right? Yeah, but I think I, th- I know what you're talking about. Like we have little cheese balls, and they're like the same thing. It's just a different shape. Mm. So I think I think the one I sent you is going to be not quite that makeup because it's it's a um, like a crunchy Cheeto, which is like a slightly more compact version. Mm-hmm. Like it's denser. Um. Anyway. Yeah, oh, I sent, I, so I sent you those. I should have sent you some twisties. Yeah, I've got no idea what that is. Yeah. It's kind of like Cheetos. Anyway, go on. And I did, of course, have to, <laughs> to send you at least a few Hershey bars. Um, but I I wanted to give them the most fighting chance. <laughs> and so I sent you all the supplies to make s'mores with them. Which, to my understanding, e- like even all the individual parts of a s'more are not necessarily something you have. Uh, well, we've got marshmallows, definitely. <laughs> um, Do you be marshmallows? What? what <laughs> that was my that was my take as well. What I read online was that like plain marshmallows is not something you have, but plain flavored marshmallows exist. <laughs> in Australia marshmallows have flavors I, I'm like like vanilla and there's like the white one and the pink one that's marshmallows is the white one vanilla flavored I don't know probably oh okay I mean so marshmallows in the United States don't really have flavors they're just sugar puffy sugar Okay. I don't know. May, this is that was another example of one of those things. Like, there's no way they don't have marshmallows. Yeah. But the article I read said that all Australian marshmallows are, have flavors, and they don't have the plain marshmallows that we have. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe I sent you a bag of something you already have. Hmm. But you you got to try to make <laughs> s'mores. I think. Okay. Uh, that, that'll give the candy bars the best chance. Yeah. So, also, graham crackers. Is that not something? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. So you can have the uniquely American experience. You can you can put in the effort to like roast marshmallows over the fire if you want and make like a real authentic camping s'mores experience. <laughs> or you can like put it in the microwave for a couple seconds. We don't have a microwave. Yeah, can I just put it over the gas cooktop? Oh yeah, totally. Cool. That'll we'll work do great. That. Yep. You don't have a microwave. Nah. How do you not have a microwave? I don't know. Never really seen the need for it. Got plenty of other random cooking appliances. I've got a thing that boils eggs for me. An dedicated egg boiler? Yep. (laughs) Wow. Okay. It's really good. Someone said, like, just buy it. You won't look back. And it's true. Is it just like a small kettle or? Basically, it's like a small kettle that automatically turns off when the eggs are boiled. Okay. Yeah. That's a, a kitchen appliance that I picked up recently. I actually got an electric kettle. Oh, yeah. Kettles is, aren't a thing in America, right? 
That's weird. I mean, they're not as popular as other parts of the world for sure. Mm. Um, because we don't drink hot tea. But you drink coffee. I guess you have coffee machines for that. Yeah, we do have dedicated coffee machines, and I also cold brew my coffee, so mm. it's yeah. not for that. As we know. Mm. <laughs> um, and I don't know. One of the points I've heard is our uh, the main power that we have in our house is 120 volts uh, versus 200 something like a lot of other parts of the world. So it actually takes longer for an electric kettle to boil water here than other places in the mm, world. Yeah. So it's it's not much faster than just using a cooktop, which is the default way. Or a microwave. I boil water in the microwave. Really? That's yeah, if you just need like one cup, you can mm. just boil it in the microwave. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, actually everything that uses electricity is faster in Australia. Um, electric cars, computers, <laughs> <laughs> basically everything. Oh, yeah. Um, electric chairs. We don't have them, though. <laughs> I, I don't think we still use those here, but I don't know. <laughs> probably wrong. <laughs> Moving on. Milky Way bars. <laughs> I think we yeah. have them under a different name. I'll be interested to find out. Oh, do you really? It's, it's, it's made by Mars. Um, in fact... Now that I'm thinking about it, it might be a Mars bar? I believe it's, it is a Mars nougat bar. And, yeah. Nougat and caramel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both there's like There's like differently. T- tiers of... <laughs> okay, you try. Nougat and caramel? N- you say nougat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the correct uh, uh, French pronunciation. Quickly looking up nougat etymology. <laughs> <laughs> There's like tiers of Mars candy bar in the U.S. Maybe this is the same in other parts of the world. It is French. Haha. <laughs> okay. It sounds French. <laughs> it's got an E.T. on the end. It's French. <laughs> Wait, E.T.? Um, T. E.T.? Yeah. A.T. All right. Nougat. Def. Um... <laughs> Nougat. Uh, there's no way it's AT. I mean, oh, it wait, is. yes, it is. <laughs> okay. It doesn't, s- we don't pronounce it that way. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, it's like the Mars candy bar tier. You have something called the Three Musketeers, which is just nougat <laughs> and chocolate. Mm-hmm. And then you have Milky Way, which is just add caramel to that. Mm-hmm. And then you have Snickers, which is add peanuts. Uh, pe- peanuts to that. Yeah, you got tears. You yeah. have all that as well. Uh we've got Snickers and the Milky Way equivalent, but I'm not sure oh, about. So that. I should have sent you Three Musketeer. Yeah, I'm not sure about the Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers. Don't think I've ever heard of that. I think the name originates because they used to serve it with like. Uh, it used to come in three flavors, chocolate, vanilla, and like a strawberry or cherry. Mm. Um, but now you can only get it in like the chocolate flavor. Oh, actually. We, I think we do. <laughs> this is going to be confusing. 
Because we also mm-hmm. have a, a bar called the Milky Way, which isn't a Mars bar. And I think that's the Three Musketeers. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, we so, if nothing else, confirms. it'll be trippy because you bite into a Milky Way, but you're actually eating a Mars bar. Yeah. <laughs> but it's probably also made with, like, worse chocolate because Americans don't know good chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Australians do either. <laughs> Um, the most uh, um, curious one on the list is Swedish fish. So, what have you just imported something from Sweden out of the ocean and shipped it to me? Okay, no, the Swedish fish is actually one of my favorite candies. Um, so the fact that it's it's new to use is uh, exciting for me. I also had the double trouble, double trouble um, of. You are so traveled, and and you've you've your your wife is is German, so I was like, I've got to like cross reference and make sure that this isn't something that will be like super common in Germany. So <laughs> to be in the house anyway, you know. There's like zero crossover between Australia and Germany, so I think Germany is like on its own. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's it's just like a spinach fish is like a gummy candy. Hmm. Okay. But it's fish shaped. Ooh, how novel. <laughs> I'm not the biggest gummy so. fandy can. Gummy <laughs> gummy candy fan. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well maybe you won't be as big a fan. It's not the best thing about Swedish fish is it's not like as sticky as as most gummy candies are. Like it doesn't really stick to your teeth. Mm, okay. So maybe it'll help, but uh, yeah, I sent you some peanut butter cups, like you asked, as well as the Reese's Pieces, which I didn't actually check if they existed there or not. I just grabbed them because my understanding when I was looking at things the U.S. had that Australia doesn't, there's like two categories, cheese-based snacks mm-hmm. and peanut butter snacks, because American peanut butter is so different than Australian peanut butter, apparently. Hmm. Because ours is very sweet and it sounds like yours is more of a savory thing. Peanut butter? Yeah, of course. It's just mm-hmm. peanuts that are mashed up. Do you add sugar uh, to it? Ours is also... <laughs> well, I'm an American, of yeah. course we do. <laughs> Who am I talking to? <laughs> no, we, we don't add sugar to anything. It's all high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, our peanut butter is... is uh, I'm, I'm sure you, you can get more savory peanut butter but if you just go to the store and buy a jar of peanut butter off the shelf you're more likely than not going to get a sweeter one Mm. so we have lots of candies based on peanut butter because our peanut butter is so sweet but uh uh, apparently that's not as common in other places in the world Mm. no so Reese's Pieces they look like uh fairly monotone M&Ms but they're peanut butter yeah, they're like M&M's with peanut butter inside. Sounds delicious. They're very good. Have you, you've seen the movie E.T., right? Mm. Ages ago, though. Yeah. Th- yeah, they're in that. Mm. That's what that's what made them famous. Was oh, E.T. really? was eating Reese's Pieces. Huh. Yeah, I guess the Steven Spielberg approached Eminem first to be that, and they didn't want to, so he used Reese's Pieces, and then suddenly Reese's Pieces became super popular after Oof. the movie. What a miss by Eminem. 
<laughs> so the next one was a childhood staple of of mine. Like it's still something that I that I make is a uh, craft macaroni and cheese, which I guess also doesn't exist. Um, well, macaroni and cheese exists as a dish, but yeah, I don't know about craft mm-hmm. specifically. So is this something I'm going to have mm-hmm. to whip up? Yeah, it's it's very easy. It's it's a it's just a it's a box of noodles with a packet of a fake cheese inside, and you you boil the noodles, <laughs> and then you stir in uh, like a splash of milk and the cheese powder, and you have macaroni and cheese. What do you mean noodles though? Noodles aren't macaroni. Uh, mac- macaroni is a type of noodle, right? Oh my goodness! It's like spaghetti is a type of noodle. You and the Germans have got this all wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> pasta. You, you're calling pasta noodles. I see. Yeah. Those are synonymous in my mind. Hmm. They're not, though. You, so you think only long, skinny pasta is a noodle? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can get behind that. I think I think if you say noodle, people are going to picture something like a, a spaghetti or something. Yeah. Or a fettuccine or angel hair. Yeah. All the different long forms of pasta. Yeah. So okay. macaroni I get behind that. is a pasta. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can say pasta. Anyway, it's it's... It's very, uh, yeah, processed because you just use a cheese powder. Oh, right. That'll be novel so, That well. was my observation. Mm. Putting together my box is, is like, I'm just sending him lots of cheese snacks. He's going to think <laughs> that we, all we eat is cheese. <laughs> that is, was all we it? have that's different. Cheese and wheat. <laughs> well, actually, your impression of, of what I send you is, is we don't know what cheese is. <laughs> all these cheese-based snacks are like very much not cheese. Yeah. What have we got? We've got powdered uh, cheese. We've got cheese in the form of crunchy carbohydrates. I'm sending you cheese its as well, which is is also just a crunchy cheese snack. Oh, and the second most interesting thing on the list, spray cheese. Are you sending me like an aerosol yeah. of cheese? That's yeah, exactly what it is. Really? Which <laughs> I guess I guess now that it's on your side of the world, I'm safe to say it. Yeah. I, I mailed you liquids and an aerosol, and so I had to lie to customs because like, are there liquids or aerosols in here? And I said no. <laughs> oh, so maybe you have exploded cheese all over the package when it gets to you. <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it's not like a, a common thing. I, I think the last time I had spray cheese, I was a, a kid. It's not a common thing to eat, but it is something that exists here. Where it's it's just an aerosol can of cheese, and you you like get some crackers and you spray it onto the cracker, and you eat it. Mm. <laughs> Sounds really um, weird. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then I sent you a few cans of some uniquely American soda. Apparently, I'm sending you Mountain Dew and root beer. I can't believe you sent me liquids internationally. That must have cost a fortune. I I was surprised how much it cost to mail something. <laughs> <laughs> what did you spend? Go you're, you're, on, tell me. You're gonna see. Be, no, you're gonna see because the the stamp that they put on the package is just literally the price like stick stuck onto the box. So it, it was just over a hundred dollars to mail it to you. A hundred dollars. Oh my god. Uh huh. 
<laughs> that is crazy. So. But anyway, I can't believe you don't have root beer Mountain Dew. Well, we do. You do. But I think it might be a bit different. Because I heard that Mountain Dew is like a caffeinated beverage in America. Mm -hmm. It is. Mm. But I don't think our regular Mountain Dew is. I think it's just like Mountain Dew is definitely like unique in that way in the United States because we have a lot of like citrusy sodas and generally they aren't carbonated mountain dew is the exception mm. yeah i think in australia you would be buying like the the energy mountain dew to get one yeah mountain oh, okay. dew energized it's called and that's the one with caffeine so i don't know if that's the same thing as american mountain dew or not but okay. I've never had it, so it'll still be novel. <laughs> so, yeah. And I sent this box to you over a week ago, so I was really hoping it was going to get there in time. Instead, it's going to show up, like, in two days or something. Probably, yeah. It left Sydney, like, three days ago now. So, yeah. Yeah, be I, think, no time. I think that's the end of my tracking is, is, I assume in Sydney it got handed off to Australian Post, and so now... I won't be able to see the status of it anymore. But has it been through customs yet? Uh, I don't know. It would seem weird for it to like land in your country and then take off and go somewhere else and still not have been processed, but yeah, exactly. All I see is uh yeah, departed San Fran and then departed Sydney and nothing in between. Mm-hmm. And there's only two days in between. Seems a bit weird, have, doesn't it? Where would it have ended up between San Francisco and Sydney? Are they going to stop in the ocean? Hawaii? Uh, I mean, I suppose. I don't think Hawaii is a major shipping port of ours. <laughs> I think I once flew to LA and stopped in Hawaii. Huh. Oh, I've never flown that direction, so I guess I don't have much knowledge on <laughs> yeah. how frequently someone stops. <laughs> All right, we'll see. We will see. We'll see. So, I'm anxious for your... You'll have to, you'll have to take notes, because it's going to be like two weeks between when you get the box and, and uh, we actually get to talk about it. I will. So you have to yeah. document your opinions. I'll see if I can eat halfway through everything. Okay. There's enough there to share with everyone. That's good. So get your kids hooked on on uh, vomit candy. <laughs> I have to expose it, expose them to it quite early <laughs> so they don't hate it like I do. Right. They're going to be in heaven though when all this arrives. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's that'll last a while for sure. Um, tonight I am drinking Kilkenny Irish Ale to celebrate my Irish citizenship. 
what? Yeah, I know, right? Weird. Is that is that what you were doing today? No, no. This is today was a very busy day, but nothing to do with this topic. Okay. Um. Okay. So, two of my grandparents were born in Ireland, and uh-huh. Yasmin got a thinking that wouldn't it be handy if I had an EU citizenship, just in case we needed to move there one day. Uh, and it proved tricky to get one through German marriage or something like that. So, uh, the Irish rules are that if you have... I'm not sure if it's one or two grandparents born in Ireland. You, I think only one. Um, you can, yeah, get an Irish citizenship. Uh, so, got all the ancient birth certificates and things done up and... Actually, it was kind of easy for me because two of my siblings had already done it, so they already had a bit of know-how in the process. And all the ancient birth certificates from the 1920s and 30s. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it got approved during the week. And yeah, I'm now a dual citizen. Wow. Mm. Congratulations. Thank you. I don't know if it'll ever come in handy, but maybe one day it will. So this this isn't in anticipation of like you're planning to to move to Germany in a couple of years. This is more of a, a precaution just in case. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, there's so nothing it, on the radar that indicates we'll move to Germany. Mm-hmm. But you never know what what happens in life. And it's it's not possible or easy to get uh, a German citizenship being married to Yasmin? It seemed harder when I looked at it. Like you have to have a certain proficiency in German and you have to have already lived in Germany for a small amount of time. Uh, And Germany, in fact, doesn't even look favorably upon dual citizenships at all. Like it was a real fight for Yasmin to have German and Australian. So, yeah, the Irish one was much easier. Okay. So if if Ireland leaves the EU, then you lose your dual citizenship in the EU. <laughs> I would, but I don't think that's on the horizon. No, probably not. Um well, very cool. Hmm. That make Does that make just general like traveling to and from Germany easier? Well, it means I can go in the EU passport line instead of the non-EU one, which is always long and slow. So I guess, yes. That's good. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Shave 15 minutes off a 24-hour trip. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, as far as like German citizen, citizenship laws go, um, are your kids born German citizens or are yeah, they they are only Australian. Yeah. Okay. They all have two passports already. So when they go to okay. Germany, they have to enter on their German passport and vice versa. Nice. Mm. And I I think the next child that's born will possibly have three passports if they wanted. 
because they can get an Irish one as well. Yeah, seems kind of pointless, <laughs> <laughs> but they might be able to. Huh. So the just because you're a citizen, or does the do they still fall under the grandparent? No, so they can get their own. It would be because of me. Yeah. Okay. Four generations is too many, I think. Right. Like um, Hannah and Paul, who were already born before I already before I had an Irish citizenship, would not be able to get theirs. Stuck with the German hmm. one. Darn. And I'm just having a water this morning. Not even cold brew coffee. I had a Red Bull before I actually started the show. <laughs> Uh, yeah, didn't have any coffee ready to go. I've been meaning to try cold brew coffee. I meant to try and brew some, but still haven't got around to it. Cold brew coffee is pretty easy to make. You could accidentally make cold brew coffee. <laughs> I need something more specific. That's my problem. You need something. <laughs> you need something to take some effort. No, like a more specific instruction set. Mm. I will send you something. Thank you. Oh, I'm not signed into Amazon on this computer. There's a cold brew coffee pitcher that I, I think I bought on Amazon that I can send you. But anyway, have you got to use your your 360 cam yet i have yes but the camera turned up without the invisible selfie stick so i've had lots of experience using it just on a regular tripod which appears in all the videos and minimal experience using Mm. the selfie stick which i do have now um but the invisible selfie stick is is just that it's invisible in the photos in the videos um because it's it always maintains like a perfect um on that one degree that the cameras don't capture, which is cool. Uh, that is cool. Yeah, it's handy. Although the the stick is... Actually, I'll talk about good stuff first. <laughs> um, okay. It's very easy to use and it's very easy for uh, someone familiar with iOS to pick up because... It's very iOS-y. Like, it looks like they just stole a bunch of icons off the iPhone operating system (laughs) and chucked them on theirs. Um, Like, they have a control center, which looks so much like the iPhone's control center. It's not funny. So, it's very easy to pick up and swiping around, um, you know, swiping from the left side to get into your gallery, swiping from the right to get, like, quick actions. Um, Yeah, it's a very quick... Okay an easy uh, operating system to get a handle on. Uh, Hardware-wise, it looks very well made. It's apparently waterproof, although the previous model had some complaints about how durable it really was (laughs) when it came to water. So (laughs) I'm not going to test that like I will with the iPhone. Um, But all the ports and things like click in really firmly. It just seems like a really well-built little unit. Um apparently the number one thing that kills 360 cameras is just hitting the lens on things because the lens is so exposed so 
I have been babying mm-hmm. it. I'm putting it in its little sock, which it comes with, a little like neoprene sock at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, like iPod socks? Yeah, yep. Just like that, except <laughs> black and neoprene. Mm-hmm. So it lives in that. Um, it's quite hefty a- for its size. Hard to know what to liken it to. It's probably like, I don't know, like three inches tall and maybe less than an inch across. But it's quite like, it feels heavier than an iPhone Pro Max by far. Really? Mm. Okay, very dense. Yeah, very dense feeling thing. Very dense and it gets very hot very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I haven't had a lot of experience using it out under the sun but mm-hmm. i'm not sure how long i'm going to get before overheating happens because even like indoors in the shade after 10 minutes it's pretty hot like really hot what what is the intended use because i i thought those 360 cams were almost like supposed to be little action cams but if they can't be outside then they wouldn't be very useful for that i mean they they probably can go outside just fine. I just haven't had a lot of experience to say for sure. It just feels mm. like the heat that it generates plus any heat from the sun would exceed some sort of temperature limit that it had. But I've got no experience, right. so I don't know. So what have you been using it for? Well, we took a little trip... Uh, last weekend just up the coast and I just like just like chucked it not chucked it I just set it up in the middle of whatever was happening and hit record and then got on with whatever was happening Um, which is one of the reasons I got it like I don't have to be there holding it and filming it and not being in the video and people Mm -hmm. looking at me like oh yeah you're filming this I'm going to act slightly different it's more like plonk it down, click record, carry on with life and play Twister or, you know, play Connect 4 or these are all actual things that I recorded. Uh, Make lunch. And (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, it sounds kind of weird just saying that, but maybe in, well, I guess definitely in 40 years I'm going to rewatch that and it's going to be way better than just pointing an actual video camera at that scene and hitting record. That's my hope. Yeah. And that's some of my favorite things from uh, like old family videos. It seems like there was a, I don't know if this is actually stereotypical at the time, but there was a time with like the big VHS cameras that, uh, when I was born in the in the 90s, uh, my parents just had a tripod that they'd set their camera on and then we'd just live our life. And so it captured a lot of uh, um, more authentic moments that way, I think, than if they had been just carrying the camera around the whole time. Mm, yeah, I don't have anything like that. All of my historic videos are, you know, dad behind the camera walking around mm-hmm. pointing it at things. And commentating, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's plenty of those too. Um, my favorite thing was uh, 
early on, my my dad would would when he was recording the camera, some at some point randomly in the recording, he would just announce what day it is, um, <laughs> which which is nice. Uh, for record keeping if the camera wasn't like already putting the date over the video the whole time (laughs) Uh, that's good yeah so yeah it's yeah it's nice not to be the person behind the camera for once because that's always Mm -hmm. me you know that's my role in the family or on a holiday with friends or anything like that Mm -hmm. the the closest thing i've been able to get to that myself um, the only time I ever just set up a camera and let it go is like on like Christmas morning. Mm. When there's when there's lots of yep. of running about and and packages being opened. But the way I've done that is, um, I I want my phone on me still so I can take pictures in the moment, and so I use like my iPad Pro and mm. I just have it set up on its stand recording. Um. <laughs> And the new iPad Pro has an ultra-wide camera, which ended up being really nice for indoor, uh, like getting the whole room in the shot, even though I sacrificed some quality for it. Yeah. Yeah, I I do the same. I set up the 360 camera and then use my actual camera to take photos. Right. Yeah. And how have you found the, the quality of those videos? Well, the quality when you're looking on like a flat screen seems fine. I mean, it's not amazing, but it's it's 5.7K. It's hard to work out equivalence. So it's better than 4K, but you have like way more mm-hmm. than 4K viewing angle. So, right. yeah, I don't really know how it worked out. When you actually watch it on like the Quest 2, which is the only VR headset I've got, it looks just as bad as everything else does on the Quest. Right. And one, so not necessarily the video's fault. I don't think it's the video's fault because when you look on a yeah. flat screen, it looks fine. Acceptable. Yeah, but on the Quest 2, mm-hmm. barely acceptable. <laughs> and one thing I haven't worked out yet is that motion, like panning past the camera, looks like really bad. And I think it's got something to do with only having one lens camera and having like a two lens VR headset. But yeah, I've only put a couple of things up on YouTube so far and yeah, they don't look very good when it comes to motion. You think you've been posting things to your channel? Oh, in private though, just for testing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't seen anything from you come by. <laughs> I actually made a video for you, but I didn't send it to you because it didn't work out very well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I may as well send it to you now, though. You're making early early test runs of a 360 birthday video. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Oh, yeah. So, I got the invisible selfie stick, which is 120 centimeters long. And mm-hmm. it does have tripod feet which is handy but the problem is the perspective effect is really accentuated when it comes to these 360 cameras like if you have a camera at like stomach height 
and you walk mm-hmm. past it, you look like a giant. And then a kid on the floor looks <laughs> miniature <laughs> because the, the cameras are such wide angle cameras that something close looks looks like, uh, you know, like their nose is three feet long and then something far away looks tiny off in the distance. So that's been tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do because even a like 1.2 meter monopod basically wobbles in the slightest breeze and a lot of people have said even a, a mild breeze will not will blow it over um but then a tripod appears in the shots so it's kind of a catch-22 what do you do there oh yeah um i mean a lot of people just seem to hold the sticks but I've, i'm not really a fan of watching a 360 video from a moving camera the static shots seem Seems to work like a lot better. motion sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's tricky because you you basically need, especially if you wanted it at eye level, so people appear the right height. You'd almost need like a two meter monopod to be holding up this little camera. Yeah, and for that to be rigid, it would have to be pretty special material. Yeah. So, so the the stand that it's on now it's just the the selfie stick with like some feet on the bottom is that basically how it works yeah that's it would a standard like camera monopod be rigid enough to to hold the camera if you found a way to to like put feet on the bottom of it um it'd probably still show up if it was thicker um, though yeah i think I, yeah, I don't know to what degree, no pun intended, that a, a monopod is invisible. Like, how thick does it have to be? Mm-hmm. But adding feet, feet will always be visible. Mm-hmm. And how big do you have to make the feet for a monopod to be steady? It, actually, it's probably not even to do with the feet. It's probably to do with, like, the angle of the feet attached to the monopod and then it slowly becomes a tripod <laughs> as the feet, <laughs> the angle of the feet increase. Right. Yeah, it's a tricky problem. Yeah, I don't know how you solve that. You're just going to have to either be okay with wobble or, or be okay with, with tripod legs in the shot. Yeah, exactly. I'll just have to make a few more and see what works best. A monopod is just so much easier to carry around than that. So it seems like one of those things that there there will be in the near future some kind of like um, smart content removal feature that you can just pass it through and it'll take out the tripod legs for you. Mm. I bet it exists already, but the mm-hmm. amount of processing power just to turn this video into an mp4 is well i mean my computer's not the not the youngest (laughs) but it takes forever in fact i've resolved just to dump these files onto my computer and then maybe convert them to mp4s at a later date because it just takes that long this is it's like the um the the cryogenic approach of people that freeze themselves until there's a, a technology out to cure them of their their illness. Mm, yeah, this is the s- same thing. You're dumping raw files until one day a computer's fast enough to handle them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
the sly worry there is that they come in this like INSPV file, which you know you want to hope in twenty years is still supported by Insta three sixty and convertible to MP four. I mean, at, at the worst, you can probably find some old software to do it. Mm, hope so. Or you could just buy a Mac Mini now and you wouldn't have this issue. Oh my goodness, if only I hadn't spent all my money on the 360 camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, never going to get a new one. <laughs> so what's your overall recommendation then? Should I get one? Yeah, definitely. Yep. I wasn't he- wouldn't hesitate to get one. Uh, they're very fun. They can be used as just a general 4K action cam if you have any use for that. Like, they can be used in single lens mode. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Neat. Uh, I, I'd be worried about using it like a GoPro because of how much the lens bulges out, though. Yeah. You can get lens guards for them, and then uh, it's got this, like, lens guard mode. I think you probably just lose a few more degrees of field of view. So, if anyone's face falls on that line, they're like a face of two ears and nothing in between. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, yeah, that could be a bit of reassurance. It's still early days for me in my usage. Um, right. I definitely haven't formed any habits of usage yet. Um, but... There is... Yeah. Um... I'm going to send you something in in a Discord here. There's a um a trend on on TikTok. Wait, is it putting uh, the camera in the mouth? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you so you've seen it already. Everyone brings this up every time I show them the camera. They're like, "Oh, it's the camera you put in your mouth." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say you need to do that. Yeah. You can actually buy an official mouth mount for it, which is hilarious. Can you really? Yeah, it's like a a tooth, uh, like a teeth guard. What do you call it? A mouth guard with a tripod socket or something. (laughs) I guess it's better than biting your camera. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, POV mouth mount. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a good hands-free way to hold on to the camera. Mm-hmm. I guess good is relative speaking because the shots are very funny. Yeah. I think I'll reap the rewards of these recordings, not now, but yeah, in a few decades. Yeah, it's something you'd be happy you have for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently the burn-in on my screen is not very permanent. The text is gone. The picture of the drive is still there, but the actual text is already faded away. That's good. Good morning. Good morning. It was kind of like a question, wasn't it? Is it morning? (laughs) Is it morning? It's so late for you now. 10 o'clock. I've been on my... Well, I was on my feet for 14 hours today and i crashed onto my chair at nine o'clock <laughs> five to nine for the podcast 
We we could have scheduled it for tomorrow. It didn't have to be today. Oh well, we're here now, aren't we? Yeah. I guess I guess it's um I said I was available anytime today, but most of my today is your tomorrow. <laughs> so so Ah right. Right. Yeah. I didn't add that up at the time. Mm. Alright. So using all of the money that I saved by <laughs> not replacing <laughs> the glass on my iMac. Mm-hmm. I instead made a um um much more expensive purchase. <laughs> a wise financial decision. Mm, this is a bad financial decision. Mm. No, it's it's uh I don't know how to categorize it. <laughs> um, Apple or non-Apple? Uh, it's not Apple related. Yeah. Could be anything. For then. once. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I'm I'm taking my daughter to Disney World in May. <laughs> what's, so, what's bad uh, about that financial decision, except that it costs a lot of money? <laughs> it's just really expensive that's all no it's gonna which, be a great time which part is expensive um well so 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 i've i've purchased the 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 room at, at the resort for a week and park uh, tickets for a week a and week far out and and the plane tickets there and back and so that's like a little over 5000 so far and that's not counting the cost of actually being there oh my god a week though do you need a week to see disney world uh i mean you could see all of disney world in less time for sure uh well i mean you could at least get a high level of everything <laughs> but they got four theme parks so you want to spend at least a day at each of those and then probably go back to a couple that you like the most and hang out at the the resort with the fancy pool and um no a week is just time it's time to do everything uh at your own pace you don't have to rush through it all i guess aren't you sick of theme parks though by day four <laughs> potentially <laughs> We'll see. But, yeah. So I'm going to have to reschedule one of our episodes on the 3rd of June. June? I don't think we're going to be podcasting in June, sorry. Oh, really? Well, I have a baby due on the 28th of May. Oh, is that the due date? I thought it was later in the summer. Oh, no. Earlier. Okay, well then that that'll be easy. <laughs> we're gonna miss WWDC. I thought we were gonna have time for that. Oh, it doesn't seem like it, does it? Mm. I'm gonna press a very depressing button right now. Delete all future events. No. <laughs> what am I gonna tell Christian? <laughs> all right. Well, this does it does put me in. Uh, 
a situation where I think I can lean on some of your expertise. Um, uh, yeah, this will okay. be my first my Disney World my expertise. first time. Oh. Uh huh. Yeah, Disney expert. Yeah. Uh, this is my first time traveling like on a plane with uh, a kid. Ah. What kind of uh, accessories do I need? What kind of things do you think that I should pack? <laughs> Look, all you need, if it's my kids, all they need mm-hmm. is some headphones and a screen. Mm-hmm. And they are placid for as long as necessary. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, that um, can be arranged. Yep. Snacks, though, do go down well um, because mm-hmm. the plain food is not always appetizing to children. I, I don't think I'm even in the in the realm of needing snacks. These are direct flights and they're only two hours long. Two-hour flight. <laughs> I don't uh-huh. think you need any tips for two-hour flight. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe not for the flight specifically. Um, I, I'm starting to like think about what kind of accessories I need for the trip as a whole like i need to, i need to pick up a new battery pack for my phone mm-hmm. um so i was thinking a magsafe one but also i probably want like a, a real external battery pack that i can plug my phone into while i'm out and about all day because i'm sure i'm going to be using a ton of battery taking pictures and your phone's also like your your tickets and room keys and all that so and you don't think the MagSafe battery pack will get you through? I think it will. I don't think you need anything besides that. You you might be right. That was my um, conclusion on the on my trip last summer when I when I bought that Anchor battery pack. Is I was surprised how how far I made it throughout the day without needing anything else. Mm. Yeah, I don't think you'll need it. Um, a a variety of air tags at your disposal for all your bits and pieces including elizabeth uh well i think this will be my first chance to activate and use my apple watch necklace oh that's right yeah nice yeah uh but i definitely do need to throw air tags like in all my luggage and and things like that Mm -hmm. so when the when the airport loses it i can see where it is but still not get it (laughs) You can see when it gets given to, like, a charity store <laughs> and sold on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, or I see it in, like, Chicago or something. Mm. But, yeah, I'll definitely put air tags in my in my luggage. Um, is there anything else? Maybe I need a 360 camera for walking around Disney World. I'll put it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. It seems like too much to keep track of and you're moving too much, I think, for a 360 camera. Plus, they don't mm-hmm. often allow action cameras on some of the rides. Yeah, I don't think it'll suit you too well. Oh, yeah, yeah. There is a... um, Not, not that I'm even using it anymore, but the uh, case that I got for my iPhone... I don't remember what, what brand it was now. Uh, Moment. It was a good case. Moment. Moment case. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have an accessory that like clips onto your 
your shirt and then the case can snap into that so that you can treat your phone kind of like a, a GoPro-y like action cam. Right. I could but, do that. But that will drain my battery recording 4K video all day. Mm, yep. How does that snap on? So, it, like the back camera is facing out? Uh, Yes. Let me see if I can find it. Was my case really a moment case? Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Wasn't it? I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyway, it's it's a little arm that snaps into the, the case. The Moment website does not look right, but I do not remember for the life of me what the brand was. <laughs> um, hmm. Peak des- is a Peak Design case. Peak Design. That's the other brand, yeah. Yeah. I had to scroll through our chat history. <laughs> I forgot that I won that case, too. That was cool. Um, 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 this is great podcast content. (laughs) Um, mount, I'm not saying body mount, I can see universal Um, mount, I can see ball mount, that's when you mount it to your testicles. This is it. Did you not hear me or didn't? Didn't uh, <laughs> to laugh. I, I, it just processed. <laughs> I was too busy scanning the website to listen to you. For the best. Oh, okay, so you attach this. How do you attach this to yourself? Go to like the second picture in the in the post I sent you. Oh, it's like a video. Uh, yeah, but you can just look at the thumbnail of the video and, and mm. see how it's mounted. Ah, so it uses the Peak Design capture clip and then it's got something that clips into that to the phone. Huh. I was using a Peak Design capture clip today, as it happens. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're quite good. Yeah, everything they make is pretty good. I've got a... um as far as like my out and about during the day stuff, I don't want to carry a backpack with me everywhere, mm. but I don't think I have to because I have a Scotty vest. Do you know what those are? Nope. I'm sending you a, a link. Scotty vest is a, a brand of clothing that has dozens of pockets. <laughs> what? That person just so put it, my whole desk into their jacket. <laughs> yeah, so they make mostly jackets and vests, but also like shirts and pants and stuff like that with many sev- like several pockets in it. Uh and I've I've got I've got one that uh I've used in past trips to Disney World actually that I can it's got like a camera pocket and sunglasses pockets and and big enough pockets in it you could put an iPad or a laptop and uh 
Is it going to be cold enough Mine to wear a vest? It's very lightweight. Um, oh, they okay. have some like heavy duty like puffer vests or fleece vests, but this is like uh, like a windbreaker. It's even got like ventilation in it to keep you cool. Oh, okay. So, um, FAQ it's number also one. Very, when the pockets are full, do I look ridiculous? it does a pretty good job hiding stuff honestly can a vest really have 42 pockets (laughs) (laughs) they're pretty good um so i will be i will be using that it's also old uh like i got it like 12 or 13 years ago now. So it was made for a day of like wired headphones, mm-hmm. which is, is cool. Cause it has like, um, like channel routing inside the, the jacket down to like a phone pocket mm. and then out the, uh, out the collar of it. So you can have your earbuds in and then the wires go like inside your coat into like, they have, they have pockets inside that are like clear plastic. So you can still touch the screen on your phone, but it's in your pocket. And mm. yeah, fancy stuff. Very nice. So Scotty vest, I could, I could store snacks or drinks in that mm. An extra battery for charging up phone. I guess if I need to, and my cell phone, I don't know what other stuff I need to carry throughout the day. I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, I cannot think of anything else. First aid kit. <laughs> I'm sure they've got them at Disney World. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. So that's in Florida? Uh-huh. Yeah, Orlando. Orlando, okay. Yeah. So it's going to be... Humid and hot. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Yeah. And you have to wear a vest. Uh, <laughs> I guess I could get like some some dad cargo shorts or something. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Walk zip on, zip off. On. <laughs> My vest is it's got zip on, zip off sleeves. Mm. You may as well complement that with the shorts, pants. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do that and some uh need like Mickey Mouse ears or something. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And then flip flops or sandals and uh socks. Sandals and socks, yep. Yep. Complete yep. the look. I saw someone in sandals and socks today actually. Is that a is that a common fashion statement in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> uncommon enough that I noted it as something a bit weird <laughs> <laughs> have you been to Disneyland no I've never been to Disneyland I've always been to Disney World hmm. um, maybe I should have done that the The problem the problem I don't know the, the train of thought I had was I've been to Disneyland enough times that I I know what's there and what there what there is to do you mean Disney World. have a good time yeah did i say disneyland yep 
Okay, I've been to Disney World enough times. I know I know what what's there and what there is to do. Mm. I know we'll have a good time. And like I, I even booked the the same resort that I stayed in mm. when I was six years old. So I'm gonna <laughs> take my daughter there and be able to take pic, take pictures of her at the same place as I was. Oh, yeah, I was that's cool. a little younger than her. It's a little legacy. Um, yeah, um, I'm sure Disneyland would be a great time too. I just uh, it's a brand new place to me, uh, with just me and my daughter, at least I'll be a little more comfortable at Disney world, keeping track of her and knowing where we need to go and what we need to do. Yeah. Yep. So much to the, uh, chagrin of, I got a friend that lives right out there by Disneyland who wants me to come visit him. <laughs> but I will, I will, um, I'll have to add you to a photo album when we go out there, since I won't get to share my details of my trip with you when I get back. (laughs) We'll still talk. All right. We'll still talk. No, I'll never hear from you again. Did you listen to Hello Internet? Uh, When it was still on, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So you know about Hot Stoppers? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. I I wasn't a frequent listener. I had it in my, my library and I listened to it occasionally, but I definitely don't know all the inside whatever stuff. You know when you get a hot drink from a takeaway shop and sometimes they mm-hmm. have like a little plastic thing that like pops into the mouth spout? Mm-hmm. So That's you, a hot stopper? A hot stopper, Yeah. Have okay. you come across this phenomenon? Yeah, that's a thing here. Huh, okay, what would you call it though? I, you know, I don't know that I've ever thought to think of a name for it. Well, now you have a name for it. A hot stopper. Okay, was <laughs> is this going somewhere? <laughs> oh, right. The first ever, the first time I ever came across a hot stopper. Hmm. Was at Disneyland. And I've just seen oh. a picture of my shock at coming across a hot stopper <laughs> in the Discord. <laughs> you look... You'd never you'd never seen one before, so it's not a thing where you are. No. Never before. I don't I don't know, um I guess Disneyland is probably not indicative of this i say i've only ever seen it like in the winter when it's cold out but i mm-hmm. think that's only because i only order hot drinks when it's cold <laughs> <laughs> fair enough yeah yeah it does it does seem wasteful like it, it they give it to you only for you to immediately pull it out and throw it away right i think so but uh, maybe you can put it back in after you've had a sip I guess, but what to do what? Keep keep bugs out to keep the drink warm? Yeah, to keep the hot in. It just doesn't seem like it'd make that big of a difference. It's such a small hole. <laughs> every every little bit counts, I suppose, when it comes to hot drinks. I guess I pictured it like if you get a cold drink, well, it depends. Sometimes they just give you a straw alongside the drink, 
But if they insert the drink or the straw into the drink for you, they like leave the top part of the paper on the straw to keep it covered up. Uh, and, right. Yep. And I kind of like thought it was in the same ballpark as that. Like, hey, look, your drink wasn't tampered with. Your mouth hole is still clean. <laughs> <laughs> your mouth, hell, mouth hole is still clean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know. Let's move show, on. <laughs> show title. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly sounds like it. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, I'll add it to the notes. I always enjoy looking back at... Because I always keep one show's worth of titles before I delete them and add the next one. Mm-hmm. Hang on, I'm just typing mouth hole is still clean. So, the options you- for the last show... Uh-huh. Terminal problem. Mm-hmm. A sealed paper bag. Or mm-hmm. a pretty good bulge. A pretty good bulge. <laughs> um, I already don't remember the context of that. <laughs> well, terminal problem was a good pun from you. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember terminal problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a sealed paper bag. We remember that from the Pavlova. Mm-hmm. Pretty good bulge. I'm a bit vague on. It's a. Uh, it's too bad that you you don't keep like everything on your list. It would have been a fun game to play someday, where it's like you give alternative show titles, and I gotta try to remember what show that, that title <laughs> came from. That would be almost impossible. But uh, from yeah, this point probably. on, I will keep a list. It's hard enough to to look back at the official show titles and, and remember what the context <laughs> exactly. was of them. Yep. Yep. So you've been to Disneyland. Have you been to Disney World? No, never been to Florida. Mm. You're lucky. <laughs> that bad, hey? <laughs> it's it's definitely the butt of many jokes. <laughs> Full of old people, I've heard. It is where people go to retire a lot. Um, I think they also have... Florida has some, like, a unique law around publishing crimes. Mm, Florida man. I don't... I don't I know where you're going. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but that's... Yeah, that's where Florida man comes from is because, like, there's lots of articles about what actually happens in Florida versus the rest of the country. Mm. Mm-hmm. Miami's in Florida, is it not? Yep, Miami's in Florida. Universal Studios is in Florida. Really? It's not in Hollywood? No, it's in Orlando as well, actually. Wow. Um, in fact, there is, there is actually a Hollywood one, too. It's in both. Okay. <laughs> Universal Studios, Hollywood, and, right. and Orlando. Right. Um, yeah that's all there is in Florida (laughs) (laughs) that's it old people in theme parks do they launch rockets in Florida Mm, yes Cape uh, Cape Canaveral Cape Canaveral Mm. yeah yeah 
I Whoa. I got second place on Fear Factor Live in Universal Studios in Orlando. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Do you know what Fear Factor is? Is that when you like have to pick up a million tarantulas or something like that? Hmm. Fear Factor is a TV show, or it used to be a TV show. Hmm. Um. But yeah, is is where like contestants would do either like dangerous stunts or they would eat gross food or yeah, they'd like be in a tank with tarantulas or things like that. Um, and then you'd win and the host would say, fear is not a factor for you. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but they had a live show that they would do in uh, Universal Studios and I was on it and I got second place. Oh. So I guess that didn't make it to a TV show? No, no. The, the live show is just something they do at, at at Universal Studios. It's not like recorded and put on TV the same as their like fully produced ones. Yeah, right. What did you have to do? Um so the first stunt was like it was just like hanging from a, a bar several several stories up in the air while they had um like big fans blowing at you and things being thrown at you. Um so to not get eliminated in the first round, you should be like one of the not one of the first few people that like fell. Uh after that I didn't have to eat anything. That was like in order to coordinate the show, there was like people doing stunts and in between us, like getting like uh, safety training and prep for the next stunt, they had a, like a second group of people that were out there having to like do the, the eating stunts. Like they like gr- grind up worms and maggots and stuff and make them eat that or Ugh. things like that. Okay. Uh, so I didn't have to do that cause I was, I was doing the safety briefings, which was much better. Um, so after that, there was one where I was, uh, it was a, team event so i was partnered with someone else and i was strapped into a harness and like swinging through the air and i had to throw dead squids to my uh my teammate to catch in a bucket okay um and so we caught the most dead squids (laughs) um so we went on so him and i ended up going against each other in the final round which um you had to climb the side of a building uh to get a key uh off the top so once you got the key you slid down like a pole and you went to a car and you used the key to start the car and then when the car started it like it like lifted up into the air it was attached to some kind of crane or something so it went up in the air and once it was all the way up to the top they started like um dumping water on it and so this was a convertible car so they started dumping water on it and you had to get climb over the hood over the windshield onto the hood and there was flags hanging off the the front of the car and so I had to go to the front of the car and like reach over the front and pull flags off uh and once all the flags were off the car I had to climb back inside the car get a like a fake rocket launcher out of the back seat <laughs> and shoot it at the building that I had just climbed um and it was a race. So my, my, my prior teammate was doing the same thing in a different, like with a different car and building setup. 
and and he shot the building before me, so he won. <laughs> it feels like if someone just poked me right now, I would wake up and I'd be in. I'd been dreaming this whole thing. This just sounds so absurd and outside of reality. There's pictures on my Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It sounds mental. <laughs> was it dangerous or was it all pretty well? I, I mean, no, there was, there was not any real danger. It was scary because you're, you know, there's heights involved and things like that, but you know, it's yeah. in harness. So if, if I fell, I, I wasn't going to get hurt. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, scrolling through your Facebook. Did you go to my pictures tab? Yep. All right, so you can go down. Uh, Is the oldest photo of you actually you? Yeah. (laughs) Is it me with curly hair? Is that what you're looking at? Curly hair and a pink polo. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) It doesn't look like it. Uh yeah, you're way too far though if you've if you're scrolled down to that. Mm, okay. Uh I don't know how to send this to you in a way that you'll see. Like I don't know how to tell you where to scroll. I'm I'm wearing a red shirt. There's pictures of me in a harness. There's pictures of me in the car. Oh yeah, there we go. Got it. Thank you. There's not very many. I didn't take the pictures as a friend in the audience was taking pictures. Mm. Wow. There's an actual uh, date stamp on the photos. Is that a date stamp on a digital photo? Uh, it sure is. Nice. But I don't actually think it's correct. I'm, in fact, I'm fairly sure it's not correct. In fact, I'm positive it's not correct. I think I, I think that was one of the many photos that I pulled out into my um, photo library Hmm. when I was doing that audit of my social media, and I know that I would have went through the process of finding the right date. Cool. Anyway, that's it. That's what happened. That is a crazy story. Uh, I mean, it's they they run a live show a few times a day. So if you if you audition and make it on, you know, mm. I'm sure it's a fairly regular experience for the half dozen people three times a day that they do the show with. Yeah, yeah. Um, March 18th. That's when it actually happened. 2013. 2013. So 10 years ago. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Almost exactly 10 years ago. Crazy. Yeah. Almost as crazy as a yellow iPhone. <laughs> Excellent segue. And do you have more to say about it than that? <laughs> uh, not really. No. <laughs> I actually really like the yellow iPhone. I, I, don't, I don't think it looks bad. Mm. That did not sound like a hmm of agreement. Um, no, it looks fine. I like it. Yeah, no complaints. Yeah. Looks yeah. like yeah. a iPhone 5C in 2023. Yeah, 
But there was a yellow iPhone between that and now, right? The 10R was yellow? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I like I like bright colored phones. I wish I wish they'd make more. Just so you can cover it up with the well, we know you don't cover it up with a case. So just so you, the only person who doesn't put a case on their phone, can show it to the world. Exactly. Hmm. I might put my case on before I go to Disney World. I probably won't swim with my phone at Disney World because if it breaks at the beginning of the week, I'm really <laughs> screwed. <laughs> yeah. No money, can't get into your room, can't get your car, can't get your tickets back to Kansas. Right, yeah. I'd have to like, I just have to go buy another phone in Orlando. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll be more cautious. I have about equally as much to say about the next topic, so. Um, Apple Music Classical has launched... That's all I have to say. It's It hasn't even launched. It's like up for pre-order. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It doesn't launch for... I think it's like the 28th or something. Is that when it actually launches? Mm, I can't see. Yeah, maybe. I I like that it's included with your Apple music subscription it's not a separate subscription mm, yeah um i don't fully understand why it needed to be its own app like why can't you just find classical music in the music app i know i know they acquired a classical music streaming company and they basically just like reskinned their app but mm. i don't know it also only has an iPhone app. Like, there's no iPad or Mac apps, which is weird for Apple. Usually they release all their apps at the same time. I, I did see someone make a comment about, like, how are they supposed to do a Mac app? If Are they just going to do, uh, like, are they going to make an iPad app and then do a Catalyst version of the iPad app on the Mac? Because if they did that it would be a better working app than the current music app. So that would make them look bad. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm probably going to give it a try though. I, I do. I like classical music. So maybe this will be a good way to discover and listen to it. Yeah. I have a vague interest in classical music as well. And it's never seemed that easy to be exposed to it in the regular app. Right, yeah, unless you specifically looked for, like, a classic radio station or something like that, it'd be hard to to find it when they, they push the, you know, the popular stuff so much more in that app. Yeah. It will be interesting to try. And that's all I have to say about that. Me too. Until it's <laughs> launched. And then we can become classical music aficionados. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing we can just talk about nothing for so long because the t- actual <laughs> topics were not very long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm James VDM on Reddit and Twitter. And I'm Jellywoot on Reddit and D3Codes on Mastodon. Oh, jeez, I really fluffed that, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs>
And the show notes are at reddit.com slash r slash the blue bubble pod. Jeez, Twitter. <laughs> Did you see um like their new API pricing has leaked in the last couple of days? No, I've not even logged on to Twitter for weeks now. No, not on Twitter, but the the price of the Twitter API that they have yet to announce, but apparently the documentation that's going to accompany the announcement has been leaked, and it's $42,000 a month for their API access. That seems like a lot. Is that Compared like the Compared to the free rate? that it was before? Yeah, I guess from the limited amount that I've read is they've they've combined their like enterprise API access and their like consumer cheap free to cheap API access into just like one plan. So, yeah. I think 42,000 was a low number cuz I've definitely seen some higher numbers for <laughs> higher tiers. Oh, that's that's some crazy money. Uh-huh. Oh, they've got to get money from somewhere. No advertisers right. are willing to spend money there. Yeah, I've I've read that they um have have taken to just not paying their their rent at the headquarters office. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know what like the um eviction process or whatever it is especially for something that big but uh i I imagine that someone somewhere has run some number and decided it's cheaper to fight it than to pay it (laughs) i don't know yeah must have interesting way of doing business Mm -hmm. i'm just scrolling mac rumors more rumors of a home pod with a seven inch display coming next year i'm Mm -hmm. really excited about that um, Another home pod to the kitty. To the kitty, what? Kitty, like to the to the to the stash of home pods. Oh, okay. The the uh, the cover art for the article about the home pod is you know some some mock up of a home pod with a screen, but the person is facetiming a cat in the video, and I thought you were what. Re- yeah, that is weird. I'll send you the link. Yeah, send, send the it. link if you haven't seen it. Um. Oh no, what have I done? I apparently am not allowed to copy the link. I pressed Control V instead of Control C, and it. Control? Are you a it. Windows user? Oh, sorry. Command. I. <laughs> I'm on a Windows computer more than a Mac, unfortunately, just because of work. Oh, uh, yeah. They call there me you... a cat. Uh-huh. Huh. So I was looking at the photo and you said add it to the kitty. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's weird. Um, what else happened? I don't have, I don't see the article on it, but I know I just read that apparently Apple's considering significantly increasing the price of the iPad Pro when they add the OLED display. Mm, yeah. Which I, I can't imagine doing that when it's already so expensive. Maybe more like you can already spend multiple thousand dollars on an iPad. Yeah. yeah, it's already more than a Mac. Yeah, so that will be crazy. Ted Ted Lasso starts next week. Mm-hmm. 
I've also been watching another show on Apple TV Plus that I've been enjoying. Uh, it's called Shrinking. Have you seen that one? No, but you're the second person to recommend it, so it sounds like I'll have to get onto it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's been very good. I don't know how many episodes there are, but uh, I think I've watched five or six so far, and it's it's been very good. Hmm. Severance is good. I hope you've seen that. Of course. Okay. Um, Mandalorian just, season three started. Eh, I'm not a Star Wars fan. <sighs> I've seen I've seen all the movies, but I have not brought myself to watch. Well, I saw the Obi Wan TV show, but that was the only Star Wars TV show I've seen. Not even the good one. You need to watch you Andor, and you need to watch The Mandalorian. Okay. I have heard a lot of good things about The Mandalorian. I need to get to it, apparently. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What else is on Disney Plus? Not Disney Plus. TV Plus. Mythic Quest had a new season come out, but I didn't enjoy it as much did you watch season three i watched one or two episodes and then bailed on it yeah i didn't make it all the way through that season either yeah i made more than two episodes but um i think that might be it oh no <laughs> i pressed the see full lineup button on their apple's website and it just opened the tv app on my mac instead of <laughs> showing me a catalog <laughs> what else could you expect yeah. Uh, yep, I think that's it so far. I'm excited for Ted Lasso. Hopefully, they don't do a season three on it and ruin it as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's been good so far. And you got to watch Shrinking. Got to watch what? And, and you got to watch Shrinking. I will. Shrinking. I'm looking it up right now. If you're a Star Wars fan, it's got Harrison Ford in it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Downloading. Downloading. (laughs) I'd prefer to torrent something than use the Apple TV app. I uh, downloaded a torrent of something. For mm. the first time in probably like eight years, uh, the other day. Oh yeah, how was it? Is it, it was good? Well, I I'm I'm out of touch, so I I just went back to like the last piece of software that I ever used for for torrenting, which was Vuz, and I don't know if it's the correct one to use anymore. But I don't think it is. No, not really. <laughs> it still worked so, good so that's what i used good, good. <laughs> um i just saw uh or downloaded inside man which was a uh, uh, david tennant uh tv show on bbc um it's like a it's like a four one hour episode run and it was very good Hmm. okay why did you have to torrent it uh well it's available in exactly two places on 
BBC iPlayer, which I think is like a, an app that they use in the UK, and on Netflix, which I don't subscribe to. Mm, okay. So. But it was very good. So Inside if you need something Man. else to watch. Mm-hmm. There's also a movie called Inside Man from like 2006 that I kept <laughs> having to to make sure I wasn't clicking on. Uh, um, okay. But the the TV show, the four episodes, it's very good, very good. Uh, there we go. Inside Man 2022 is what you want to Google or DuckDuckGo. Mm-hmm. Do you use DuckDuckGo? Yeah, I've used it a little bit. It's my default, but I often oh, use okay. it just as a route to Google. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's not bad. I, I've actually, like, never deliberately gone to DuckDuckGo, but the search results look the same as a Google search. I almost wouldn't know that I'm not on Google. Yeah, the layout and formatting is very similar. Um, mm-hmm. But the results, the results themselves... Not so much. I think it... Wait, what is this? It's less of a, a bubble than Google can be. I'm not sure they really take into account previous searching clicks to determine what to show you next time. Right. That's kind of the selling point of DuckDuckGo, right? Yeah. They don't track any of that. I skipped a topic. Really? It's a, it's a short it's topic. Oh, small wallet. Quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had to get a new wallet because I broke my old wallet the other day. Hmm. Um, and I don't know if I've told you about my wallet before. I had a really good one. It was, it was called an Ander wallet. Ander Passport or Pilot. And uh, it's like just like a card. Star Wars character, Andor? No, and... Um, uh, first of all, I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, a well, maybe I don't know. A N D A R. Mm, okay, Ander. Uh, it's quite. called the Pilot. It was a really, really good wallet that I that I loved and had for like eight years. And I, it's it's a it's just a card holder that has a little lever on it. And when you pull the lever, it like fans the cards out for you to grab. Mm-hmm. Um, I dropped it. And I snapped the lever off of it. <laughs> so I had to order a new wallet and, well, shoot. It was out of stock, so I couldn't buy it again. I had to find something different. Um, but now that I'm on the website, I see that it's in stock again. So now I'm disappointed. Hmm. Um, but anyway, so I, I went with a similar wallet by a brand called uh, Exter. And uh, Exter... E-X-T-A-R, I, I presume. E-K-S-T-E-R. Um, I got the Parliament wallet from Exter. Um, I'll send that to you as well. Uh, but it has a few more pockets or slots in it than my old wallet did. So I thought it would be a good opportunity to buy one of those find my compatible tracker cards Mm. Uh, so I 
specifically from Chipolo, which is, as far as I'm aware, the only company that makes um, tracker cards that are compatible with the Find My Network. And not anything to do with dried jalapenos? <laughs> Chipolo? Is that, a, is that a jalapeno thing? Chipotle? Oh, Chipotle. Yeah, this is Chipolo. <laughs> gotcha, um, gotcha. But I made, I, made, I made the mistake of... Um, apparently they have two products that are identical, except one works with like their proprietary app and one works with their find it works with the find my app and mm-hmm. i bought the wrong one the first time oops so i had to <laughs> i had to order it again um but now i have it i put it in my wallet and it i don't have much to say other than it works it shows up in the find my app mm-hmm. it i can see its location it's got a, a a decently loud speaker on it so i can i can play a sound and it plays like a whole song versus just a little chirp <laughs> noise like their air tags do <laughs> What does it play? Um, oh, I don't think it's an actual specific song. It's just several notes. If if I had it down here with me, I'd, I'd play it for you, but I don't have it on me. Um, yeah, it doesn't have a replaceable battery, so once it dies, you just got to buy a new one. Yeah, right. Uh, but it's like $30, and it's supposed to last for... Uh, at least a year. I think it might have been a couple years. Up to two years. Yeah. So so not bad. Of all the things that you would want to lose, the wallet seems pretty high on the list. So getting a, a tracker card in there yeah. um, might be nice. Yeah. Although I'm not I'm not used to carrying such a bulky wallet, so that's still adjustment for me. Why do you even still have to carry a wallet? Wallet seems so. Twenty fifteen. Well, some places in the world don't have tap to pay everywhere, James. Uh, so I have to have a card. Okay. Um, and I still have to carry my driver's license because we don't have digital IDs either. Um, yeah, we don't have digital IDs, but driver's license isn't a mandatory carry. Oh, well, it is here. Um, so, yeah, those are the only two things I ever carry, though, is, is like a couple credit cards and my driver's license. Um, that's why I liked having such a small wallet. Sounds like you could fit them easily into a MagSafe wallet. Ugh. That's worse than a case, though, because there's a big bump <laughs> on the back of my phone. <laughs> and it was just going to fall off, and I'm going to lose it, and that's not going to be good either. Mm. So, anyway. I recommend it. Chipolo's good. And nothing to do with dried jalapenos. 